0: All right, we're going to switch topics here really quick. Uh, we're going to go to Russia and uh, to Helsinki this week when uh, President Donald Trump and President Putin met and then held a press conference at which uh, President Trump said some things that got lots of people really upset. Uh, Ron, I'm going to start with you. You were the White House press pool reporter who asked then President George W. Bush what he thought of meeting Putin for the first time. He gave the now famous answer that he looked into Putin's eyes and saw his soul. So I'm going to take us back here to the Bush administration. And let's listen to Ron Fournier talking with George W. Bush.
1: Did President Putin use your concern at all about the spread of nuclear technologies by
2: Russia? And is this a man that Americans can trust? I looked the man in the eye. I found it to be very straightforward and trustworthy. Uh, We had a very good dialogue. I was able to um, get a sense of his soul. He's a man deeply committed to his country and the best interests of his country. Uh, And I appreciated so very much the frank dialogue. There was no kind of diplomatic chit-chat, trying to throw each other off balance. There was uh, a straightforward dialogue. And that's the beginning of a very constructive relationship. Um, I wouldn't have invited him to my ranch if I didn't trust him.
3: <laughs>
2: These will be fruitful discussions. And uh, I believe what people will see is a, uh, a strategy, a joint strategy. The president is a history major, and so am I. And uh, we remember the old history. It's time to write new history in a positive and constructive way.
0: Okay, so you listen to that clip and he's saying a lot of the same things that Donald Trump said this week that got him in really hot water. Uh, but this was at a time when I think people knew less about Putin they knew less about what what he was up to and of course George Bush would uh, would learn over time uh, that that the, the man whose soul he looked into, was not necessarily the guy he uh, he assumed uh, him to be. But, Ron, uh, so many years later, tell us what, uh, what what you think about what George Bush was saying there and how it relates to what Donald Trump is doing now.
1: Well, first, in fairness, Bush didn't say that three days after uh, Putin's uh, um, <laughs> um, leader, leadership were indicted for uh, undermining our election. Right,
0: so, right. Context, right. context matters. But, but let <laughs> me give
1: you a little context. So... I, uh, first of all, it was an unusually short question. As you know, in, in press conferences, the questions are long, and they're mm. written by editors and have <laughs> gone over. And This was an unusually short question. You heard all of it right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that led to a couple things. First, as, as the president is answering my question, I don't remember. That's the first time I heard it, really. Huh. When, when the news conference got done, I called my desk and said, so what happened? And she said, well, th- he said that, she, th- that that he looked to his soul. That's our lead. And I said, I didn't hear that. And the reason I didn't hear it is because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off of Putin. <laughs> so we're in Russia. It's an outdoor news conference. Mm-hmm. I asked that question, do you trust that man? And I'm looking at Putin, and he is glaring at me, Stephen, with the coldest, darkest eyes really? I'd ever seen. A chill went down wow. my spine, and I thought to myself, for how many men, that's the last thing they saw on this God's earth. Right, right. <laughs> I was right. scared to death.
0: Wow, wow. Bush
1: told me later that uh, the question threw him off, that it was so short and to the point that um, he wasn't expecting it. <laughs> and he, he didn't want to say, I don't trust him. Yeah. Um, he didn't know what to say. As you know, Bush was never very good on his feet. Right. And he admitted he screwed up and he threw out a bunch of word salad and immediately regretted it.
0: Wow. Huh. Uh, And and so with with Donald Trump now, um, what's the difference, right?
1: Well, it's a huge difference. Uh, Donald uh, Trump, we now know, was given the raw intelligence before he became president that proved, that showed irrefutably um, that Russia hadn't meddled in our elections, that Russia was trying to hijack our democracy and hijack our election, try to overthrow our democratic system, yeah. in effect. And from that day forward, the president, in effect, had been covering it up He by saying that it's fake news, by saying it's a rigged um, witch hunt. Um, so the difference is there is a credible investigation into um, um, the fact that Russia tried to undermine our election, and in the midst of it, yeah. um, our president is... Is is undermining the credibility of the election, and embracing the president who we now know, Putin. We know, we know our intelligence agencies knows he personally directed this. Yeah. So it's not even the same. I mean, Bush was derided at, at the time, and and there was you know there was a lot of mocking, and it showed his naivete, and mm-hmm. he 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 deserved all the the criticism for being so naive in in. Uh, the early odds and, and acknowledged it afterwards, but boy, the circumstances aren't even the same. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine George George Bush would, would not be handling himself the way Donald Trump is. No president that we've ever had would be handling
4: Has himself, done that himself the way before. Donald Trump. Look, yeah. the, ahead, the, the, what was dri- I, I think what was driving the reaction from, the visceral reaction from Americans, whether they were independent, Republicans, Democrats, socialists, whatever, you know, it it comes down to you know so many of these PR and life problems can be solved by just watching the godfather because right. you never side against the family <laughs> that's right and never he did went he went family. he went on <laughs> on worldwide television and sided against the family yeah. now whether yeah. or not you think that the that there is evidence to support this i think that there is whether or not you think that the president colluded i don't know or yeah. his his agents colluded in with the russians on this i don't know that needs to be found out but you don't go out and then side against the family Definitely which was which was his mistake you know the interesting thing is that he is so this president is so fixated and this is why I told you you need a five second delay because I'm liable to go off. <laughs> He's so fixated with how people perceive him and how yeah. they, especially how they perceive him in power situations, that he tries to assert himself as relevance even when it's not relevant. Yeah. I mean, look at how much he talked about Hillary Clinton and the last election to be somehow that, press somehow that this investigation invalidates his election yeah. and it doesn't. Yeah. You know, he was elected fair and square under the laws of. Of the land. There's, you know, I can't deny that. But he's so fixated on this. And if you go back, and I did last night, I went through because, you know, I study these things. I counted how many times he used personal pronoun in that press conference. Huh. Sixty-seven times. Putin only used personal pronoun, first person, 30 times. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, he, there's just this, He, he's like a dog you know, it's like a dog to vomit. He can't let it go. He's got to always come back to this issue because he sees it as a personal front to his own power. Yeah. Chica, is this treason? I mean,
0: is that the, is some well, people throwing look, that I'm, word out?
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's treason, but, you know, to be a little bit fair to Trump over here, uh, I completely agree with what Bill is saying about not uh, siding against your family when you are uh, with the enemy. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you know, these are the same intelligence services that gave was the weapons of mass destruction That's in true. Iraq and the Al Qaeda Saddam Hussein connection. So to take their intelligence with a little grain of salt is not out of order. The problem with Trump is that uh, you know, A, he seemed completely subservient to uh Putin. I mean, he's just seemed to be out-alphaed by Putin. Yeah. He and was. this is uh, this does not go well with the domestic audience, especially given, you know, this America first rhetoric yes. that he has built up. Yeah. This wasn't America first. This d- just seemed like Trump first. And that's a huge, you know, problem just from the optical standpoint. From the substantive standpoint, you know, he had, I mean, I am and, you know, Justin Amash actually had a brilliant uh, tweet thread on Twitter thread on this. Mm-hmm. None of us are opposed to normalizing and improving relations, even with you know, dictatorial, undemocratic regimes. Uh, The problem is this president isn't following that policy consistently. I mean, on one hand, he is extremely chummy with all kinds of dictators. He said very kind words about Erdogan. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he's been all over with uh, Kim Jong-un. On the other hand, he has undone the work that the Obama administration did with Cuba, He has reinstated, uh, you know, some of the bans and, uh, you know, and I think pulled back uh, America's uh, diplomatic ties Mm -hmm. significantly. Mm -hmm. And so there is no consistency even at that level. It just, you know, I mean, and I was thinking about, I mean, a lot of people have commented that he seems to be very comfortable with dictators. And that seems to be true to a certain extent. I mean, he went to the, you know, to the European Union and, uh, you know, was very unfriendly with the elected (laughs) leaders like Merkel. The democratic leaders
0: of those countries. Right.
3: right? On the other hand, you know, he's not, you know, he's friendly with Putin, but he's not friendly with Cuba. And so what's the difference? And I think the difference is that there is a certain stylistic dictator whom he's comfortable with. Yeah. You know, these are people who are not ideological dictators. They are flamboyant dictators. Yeah. You know, they carry all their about power. On of the, it's a cult of
0: personality. It's a
3: cult of personality. And so he likes that. It, and uh, so, you know, that I think that's partly to, huh. you know, that's partly to explain his yeah. behavior. And, uh, Stephen, it's one yeah, thing to right.
1: take uh, uh, take the intelligence community with a grain of salt. I'm all for that. Um, but, but you don't um, say that... Uh, um the intelligence agencies have told me one thing, but you know, the President denied it, so it must not be true. Right. I mean when right. he has taken uh the, the uh the the word of Putin over the word um of the intelligence officials that he that he appointed and who are who are sworn to uphold the oath of our country. And furthermore he has spent a year and a half undermining an investigation into whether and how our democracy was was challenged. Right. Those two things if you're Republican, Democrat, independent, libertarian um, they just can't
4: be condoned. Yeah. Ahead, yeah, it, it just you know it 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 struck me and and I didn't watch the news conference live. I I had to go back and watch it because the internet was blowing up on my phone. <laughs> and I had, so I'm watching this press conference. And I'm getting to them, I'm thinking, okay, it's normal Trump. I can't see why everything, and then got to the last two questions. I'm like, oh, my God, I had to pull my chin off the floor Yeah. yeah. about what so was happening. But it's almost like, I mean, it's, it's it's like a bodybuilder competition, you know, where you're flexing <laughs> muscles, and then you find the person on the stage who you think is the person you need to out and you go stand next to them <laughs> and flex harder. And that's kind of what that news conference was like. It was the most bizarre that's thing i have ever reality.
0: seen. Uh, Bill, you work in in, in crisis PA are uh give us that that perspective on the cleanup behind what the president did well, they
4: should have walked it back on on air force one but literally before they got off the ground yeah but they they can't they can't get out of their own way it seems like you know they're arguing about whose fault it was and who should say and you know there was a great piece in the wall street journal yesterday um about kind of that back and forth and how they 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 tr- they tried to do that. I yeah. mean, the
0: longer you. But then they let him go out and yeah, you know, make this ridiculous statement yeah. about
4: would or wouldn't. Of the 16,000 I mean, words I said, this one I would have changed <laughs> differently. <laughs> right. you know? right.
0: uh, I mean, why would. I mean, again, was, who's I, advising this guy, right?
4: Or who
3: has well, Bill Shine, The
1: guy who covered up for uh, well, um, Ailes. Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: I think the account that you're referring to said that John Bolton on Air Force One then, uh, you know, uh, wrote up four or five points that needed to come across uh, for this to be cleaned up. And, uh, you know, and they went with it. (laughs) You know, but what was interesting is, I mean, that denial of his was so ridiculous because if you... Listen to the larger context of what he was saying, you know, that Putin denied this very strongly and powerfully and our intelligence agencies have been wrong and both sides are to blame and yeah. we've made mistakes. You know, it just was ridiculous <laughs> that he would have changed that one word. Yeah, and uh, yeah. no, I mean, so it, it, was it was crazy.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I found I actually found that the at least according to the Wall Street Journal story, that the advice that Bill Shine, the new communication director, gave was actually the right Right communication advice to give is like you have to change this visual narrative right. of you standing there cowering to right. Russia, right. you know, and you have to give new video to do that. You just can't say it. You right. have to give new video. So that was the right thing to do. But the they so bollocks the uh, yeah. the message of it. But it it shows you. That, you know, especially in these instances, when you're talking about, to use the president's word, the two countries that have 90% of the nuclear weapons Mm -hmm. in the world, Mm -hmm. that these words need to be precise, they need to be thought out, they need to be vetted, and they need to be understood in terms both, both from a systematic standpoint, but from a culturally, Yes. you know, what Russians say one way is not how Americans say it, you know, and these things take time. And this kind of, you know, by the hip, yeah, no, you know, the whole thing is seat of the pants, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's you know it's it's really really dangerous stuff. Yeah.
0: Okay, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about Russia. We want to stay uh, on that topic, and we want you to stay with us. Gary in Dearborn, Mick in Detroit, John in Pleasant Ridge, Tom in Northwest Detroit. We will get to you next. Stay with us on Detroit today. You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. My guests are Bill Nowling, Managing Director and Partner at Lambert Edwards & Associates. Uh, former spokesperson for Detroit Emergency Manager Kevin Orr. Also with us is Sheikha Dalmia, senior analyst at the Reason Foundation and a columnist for The Week, and Ron Fournier, who's the principal at Truscott Rossman Bipartisan PR firm. We're talking about The Week's news locally and nationally. We're talking now about Russia, uh, the press conference in Helsinki, and the fallout from that uh, press conference. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313 577 one oh one nine. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you in. Uh, Mick in Detroit, you're up first. Milk, welcome to Detroit Today.
5: Hey, thanks for having me. Hey. Uh, well, your, one of your guests brought up um, Donald Trump being subservient to Putin. Uh-huh. And I think if we were in Donald Trump's shoes, we would all be acting the way after all the attacks for a year and a half with no proof. The way I look at it, who was subservient was our uh, other government officials in the past. Obama, with the mic being left on, saying, oh, I'll have more flexibility to help you out. That Mm -hmm. wasn't known. Uh, The DNC bought the dossier. That's kind of election meddling. That's proof that DNC did. We're still waiting on Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton selling 20% of our uh, weapons-grade uranium to Russia, and nobody talks about that. So I think... When people say that Trump seems unhinged, I think that he's speaking from the heart. It's a year and a half he's trying to help America. Everybody's hmm. bringing up just ghost stories of him, not nothing being proven or nothing hmm. really uh, factual, and and leaving everything else out. Yeah. that's, that's I think would, It would be a hard job for a president to deal with that.
0: Mick, I appreciate the, the call and the comment, Chica.
5: Um,
3: yeah, go ahead. You know, the, it, it's a it's a fair point, and a lot of Trump supporters have been pointing out that if you actually compare this administration's Russia policy to that of the previous administration, it's been a whole lot tougher. Mm-hmm. You know, it's armed Ukraine is given a green light to uh, U.S. forces to engage Russian forces in Syria, and you know what have you? Uh, but I think what one has to keep in mind is that. Uh, There is Trump, and then there is the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. Now, Trump's instincts are actually very hawkish. And so he has surrounded himself with with national security hawks, including John Bolton, you know, who's the hawk's hawk. And these people are writing his Russia policy which he is not always actually on board with. So, uh, you know, even after Congress passed the sanctions against Russia, the tr- Trump actually did not want to enforce them. He had to be forced to enforce those sanctions. Yeah. And, you know, I am a little bit dubious about the whole collusion narrative. I mean, because collusion would mean that Trump actually promised Russia something in exchange for them helping him in the elections. And, you know, I'm open to it, but I am not persuaded we are ever going to find that or if it even occurred. But, you know, to a very large extent, Trump has called this on himself, right? I mean, he yeah. has not revealed his financial records. He has not revealed, he has not made himself transparent. And everybody knows he's done business in Russia. So it is not at all out of the realm of possibility that the Russians do have something in him. on him. Yeah. They did <laughs> have to elect him and he knows it, even though there is not active collusion.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, Ron.
1: No, I, I, I. It all makes sense. Look, the, what do we know here? We we know that um, Russia uh, tried to undermine our elections, as they've tried to undermine other elections. We know that people around uh, President Trump uh, and Candidate Trump um, uh, had meetings with uh, Russians that they didn't disclose when they were supposed to disclose them, and then did not tell the truth about them. Mm-hmm. They lied about the meetings. We don't know why, but we know we lied about them. We know uh, collusion isn't a crime. He's not being investigated for collusion. Nobody around him is being investigated for collusion. But we know people have been, have been indicted for and have pled guilty for lying to the FBI. Mm-hmm. We know there's alleg- uh, indictments around money laundering. Um, we know there's um, indictments um, that, uh, with a very strong case behind them showing that Russian operatives tried to undermine our election. We know the president was given raw material um, that showed him that uh, Putin himself... Was trying to undermine our election, trying to hijack our election, and that the president spent a year and a half um, saying there was nothing to it, um, in effect, taking the side of Putin yeah. over. We know those things. Those aren't opinions. Those are facts. We also know that when the, um, um, uh, one president does something wrong, it doesn't excuse it by pointing out how another president did something
3: wrong. <laughs> right.
1: This is whataboutism. I just don't get it. Um, yeah. Let's just, let's just uh, let Mueller do his job Let's digest what we do know. Uh, let's understand what we don't know. And let's hold everyone accountable who deserves to be held accountable and not try to say, well, you know, Clinton did this or right. Obama did this. Or, No. What is it um, that Trump has done um, uh, and, and why has he done it? Let's get to the bottom of it and hold him accountable if he deserves to be
0: so. Yeah. Uh, let's go to John in Pleasant Ridge. John, welcome to Detroit Today. Hello. Hey, John. Is that me? Uh-huh.
5: Um, I guess it, my comment is about Sort of the image that that Trump is pre is presenting of himself. He's making a fool of himself every time he meets with, uh, well, with Kim Jong Un and, and announcing all these great uh, this great improvement in our relationships in the end of the, mm-hmm. North Korea's n- nuclear program, and then it does never follow. There's you know then he Kim Jong Un backs off on it, so he's he's making himself look like a fool hmm. he looks like he's been taken in the cleaners and he's making us look the same way yeah the, john
0: I mean, uh, john i appreciate the, the call and the, and the comments bill nolling there is something about the presidency that is about moment right uh, the, 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 there are these times when you have to you have to be there you got to be present you got to and you had to sort of seize that moment in order the, to sort of get done. It, it does. I mean, right?
4: the, the, look at the before and after photos of presidents uh-huh. just four years right. after they've been in office and how much they've aged in that. The job changes you the weight of the world is on your shoulders and people expect you to understand that they right. expect you to go out and present strength and resolve and compassion and all the values that we hold as Americans we expect you to to do that and i think that that is part of the reason why there was such a strong reaction to the way that he the way that he said it and the way that he acted in mm-hmm. the in the news conference almost More so in terms of his body language than in terms of what he said, because what he said is not too far off from what he said before, but the body language kind of validated, you know, people were willing to say, well, maybe there's room to discuss in here. But when they saw the body language, they're like, wow, this guy really likes being around Putin. Right. You know, this I is Putin. I'm, he yeah. I mean, he's been in office for twenty years. Right, right. And, think and then about he, what's happened
1: here politically? Uh, the Republicans used to be the party of American exceptionalism. They denounced Obama right. and Mrs. Obama for supposedly not being proud of their country. Now they're eighty percent behind a, a president um, who, who, who who every day um, denounces his country and says we're losers. Right. says you can't trust our our intelligence. Yeah. No. And, and who, if- who who bows to Putin over. Um, uh, Over
0: Over Angela Merkel, right? I mean, if
3: Obama had for a nanosecond considered giving up American, you know, officials up for questioning to Russia... You, do you know what dinesh d'souza right. would have done right people would have lost <laughs> the it. Articles I mean, like, would have yeah. already been <laughs> introduced in <laughs> no so. I, exactly i mean <laughs> yeah. he would have been yeah he would have been impeached in a nanosecond and so yeah i mean the double standard over here is of course extremely rich but what's also interesting is actually the complete reversal between the right and the left when it comes to the uh, how we view our intelligence right. agencies That's right. right msnbc now sounds like fox news <laughs> in talking about you know the integrity of fbi and you know and what have you and fox news is ranting about the deep state that's out to get our system i yeah. mean it's yeah. it's you know it's we live in a chaotic world with yeah. this president we and
0: do. <laughs> we do all right bill nowling uh, sheikah and ron fournier really great to have you with us here on detroit today That's going to do it for us this week. I'll be back on Monday. I hope you will, too. Uh, Detroit Today is produced by Laura Weber-Davis and Jake Neer. The program director is Joan Isabella. Technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. Associate producers are Evan Yee and Gus Navarro. The Detroit Today theme song was composed by WDET's Sam Bobian. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. See you on Monday.